1515 that probably presents the wrestling roundtables, the raw, the bad, the ugly, the weekly podcast where we tell you what we like, didn't like, and we'll just flat out correct the tactic. Partners, me, Stoda Pro. It's Miller. You know what? I, I always want to sit there and say, and Raw took place. It's <laughs> unnatural. Like, I yeah, hear yeah, it in my head, yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's alright. But yeah, we're not we don't do that anymore. Uh, what was oh um, yeah, yeah. They in Florida. Yeah. Better watch Everything out for the Florida, Florida. Man. Right, you gotta yeah. watch out for Florida, man. He out there. Yeah, yeah. He's he there. watching y'all every move, boy. Get on your ass. <laughs> Tell you about that damn Florida, man. Yeah. Florida, man! Fun times. Fun times. Anyway. Oh. Well, shit, man. Let's, uh... Man, it was, it was a lot that went on since we've been off, man. Yeah. We've been off for a little bit. Uh, some things happened, some releases. Some retiring. Some retiring, yeah. Uh, sh- shit, yeah. Just, uh, just Leo Rush. Leo Rush yeah. surprised me. Well, it. I knew he was hurting. I heard about that. Yeah. But it surprised me that he retired. Um. It didn't surprise me that people were supportive, just because his reasoning made sense. I get it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's not like like the other thing is it's not like he got booked and took all this money from people. He gave a heads up, and I'm sure like from what it sounds like, he didn't take any like advance money from people no. or anything. So it's it's his prerogative. I don't like people who feel like they're owed something from somebody. If he wants to retire because he feels like waking up feeling like shit is just not what he wants to do, that's his right. Like he doesn't yeah. owe you anything. He doesn't owe you. To yeah. perform, and I, go buy a DVD, shit. And I think uh, the problem is too is that he's been wrestling. It's just that this is the first time we actually saw him on like network television. Right, right, right. For some people, this is the first yeah, time right. them seeing him in a long time. Yeah, yeah. but he got hurt. Right, and then broke his clavicle, and the motherfucker's just like, nah. Not doing this somewhere. Right. He's like, he went to go try to pick up his newborn. And and again, this is this is the other thing. I think being wrestling fans, as long as we have, mm-hmm. when somebody says they retire, not to not take it seriously, but it's like what Batista said. Is there another word we could use for retired in wrestling? Because retired just doesn't get any respect. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Because a part of me is like, you know, he could still come back, you know. His son, he's young. That's the other thing that people don't realize, too. Yeah, yeah. So, t- you know, his son's like 10 years old, and he might be like, wow, dad, this, you were I think dope. that's, I think it was, yeah, I think it was a lot. I think it was the traveling. It's the yeah. I think, um, I mean, although you don't have to travel as often if he would have signed AEW, um, although they do travel, mm-hmm. they do go to other states and stuff like that. But, he's um, he's going to finish up his dates that he has for New Japan. And that's always been his dream, too, is to wrestle for mm-hmm. New Japan. 
So I think he's gonna do those and then kind of let it let the yeah. you know let it fade yeah, off, right which off is fine. Sunset. But you never you know again, it's one of those things, especially with the landscape that it is now. He could pop up. Who's to say that he won't you know do a tour in New Japan and then go home? He could do that too. That's wish, the beauty of the beast. That's that that would be my one criticism though. Is like finish up your dates and then say you retire. Well, he did. He, right. Well, you were saying before telling yeah. everybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Finish up your dates and then you I know th- obviously let New Japan know what your yeah. plans are going to be, what you're going to do, and then finish up your dates and then you know because you may change your mind. Yeah, true. You don't know. I mean, you, it's in the moment. You got hurt and you just Maybe like some type of way you were on a high because yeah, you yeah. debuted at AEW and you have this contract with New Japan that you've been waiting yeah. on for so long and you finally get it you get hurt it's a lot of emotions and again mm-hmm. he's a young dude how old is he like 25 yeah, yeah. maybe you know yeah, what I'm he's saying he's young he's young so, that's why I wish he I wish he would have waited you know yeah uh, and then when you make that decision now it's, it'll be more of a sound decision people wouldn't feel like it's coming out of left field yeah coming out of nowhere and making you feel something yeah yeah so uh I can kind of. I think that's probably why people are so critical because they know he's so young and they're just like, "Do you really feel this way?" You know, but I mean, look, it's that man's prerogative, though. I just, I would, I would have just done it, like announced it. If the rumors were out there, the rumors were out there. But I would have let New Japan know what my plans are. Yeah, finished up. And I think he did. I think, but I agree with you that. Fan-wise, without causing a whole bunch of... Because it's going to be confusing, too, that he said he's retiring and then we're going to see him wrestle these dates in New Japan because he's already signed that contract or whatever. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like a farewell. I don't yeah. know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. And yeah, maybe that's what he wanted, was a farewell. Yeah. I wonder what they'll do after. But in lighter news, um, Miyoko Satomura beat... Um, Kaylee Ray to win the W the WWE I'm gonna say it, WWE the, the NXT, NXT UK w- Women's Championship. Seen that coming? I saw it coming too. I, she wasn't I, losing to her again. Yeah, I was about to say after losing once, I was like, okay, so she's not gonna lose twice. And, and her Ray, even she's held that title for almost two years. Yeah, I was gonna say it was like they. I think it was four hundred something, something days. days Obviously, yeah. because of the pandemic, some of that yeah, yeah. is padded a bit, but. In any event, she's been solid though. You can't say shit about Kaylee Ray. That mm-hmm. oh, man, yeah. she could go, bro. Yeah. She's the real deal. Um, I remember seeing her at Shimmer, going to Shimmer shows. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Moose attempted to take the Impact Championship from Kenny Omega, but that did not work out. That was this uh, past Sunday, um, Saturday. Saturday. I'm sorry, um, Kenny Omega. Man, that dude. But he's working with a whole bunch of injuries, so you know, I. I I don't think he's going to lose to Jungle Boy coming up on um, Dynamite Saturday night um, on the 26th, I think it is, of June. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm on the bandwagon now. At first, I wasn't. I'm on the bandwagon now of All Out being when he loses it and probably to Hangman. Mm. So I would look for them to start building. Like once, once he gets past Jungle Boy, I really do think they're going to start building to... Um, Hangman eventually taking the belt off of him. If not him, maybe Orange Cassidy. But with Kenny Omega being hurt the way he is and having multiple injuries, I would not be shocked if they end up, you know, saying, hey, guess what we're going to do? Yeah, that. 
you know what and I was just about to say this too like because uh, it was kind of going to be in my raw bad and ugly because mm. um, we'll do that and then we'll talk about yeah. NXT tonight that okay. we just watched um, so I'll just save that for, for a later thing but I, I would say this Kenny Omega is one of the best things going on TV right now. oh yeah for sure Look, I'm gonna tell. Like, I know some people are like they don't get his promos. There's a lot of people like they love him wrestling, but they don't get his promos. If you're not into anime, you might not get it. But that's kind of his direction. He's an anime villain, but he's one of those anime villains. Like, I don't know how to even explain it. Like, the way he even does his promos are very anime villain. Like, watch it and compare it to some, and you'll be like, what? The way he talks, because he's like, oh, what? What are you going to do? You think you're going to defeat me with your with your abilities? You think, And then you think about it, you're like, this motherfucker is talking like a goddamn... <laughs> and you're like, this dude right here, he's doing it on purpose. But yeah. you'd have to see Kenny Omega in his, uh, as the cleaner, or yeah. when he was, you know, just coming up and, and, and a face to know the different personas. And that's yeah. why I appreciate it. Because... Yeah. This is a different Kenny Omega, and I'm like, okay, this dude got range. It's just that if you're not into anime, you don't pick up on that, like, right away, like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, why is he talking like this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes it could just be the presentation. True. Just yeah, how, the presentation, too. And not, not on his part, but just how the network does it, or whatever True. the case may be, and stuff. And no, because I think that's why I figured out about, like, remember we had that conversation about AEW tag teams and stuff like that and NXT who had the better tag team division mm-hmm. was like yeah man AEW and I think you know what you can have a point but I think the way NXT presents it is better I think they do the best job of presenting their tag teams I mean and it's crazy though cause it's like yo WWE you got the blueprint on how to present your tag teams right here <laughs> and yet you do a horrible job and presenting your tag teams on the main roster. Oh, that. They're just, like, that's just because Vince doesn't like... Um, he, he's not a, a fan of tag team wrestling. He doesn't get it. Man, that's a lot of shit he don't get. Man. Yeah. But I think it's the, the problem is, is that you don't want to go with that. Maybe that's the reason why they stuck with those ugly-ass belts. He doesn't care. He doesn't see the value in it. Think about... The, no, they don't can't. attach... Really great storylines yeah, yeah. to the tag team titles. No, you don't. It's just not like that. And when there were good tag team storylines, there yeah. were other people in charge of writing and creative. Mm-hmm. Ever since Vince kind of took hold of it. Yeah. Man, that's a shame. And you know, like I said, WWE be rest, uh, will be better off if he would just retire. Yeah. If he would just let it go. Because... Although I would sit there and say that Vince had a great mind for wrestling, I think it's what I think it's like what it is today, right? Is you know how as parents and shit, we don't get why our kids are into what they into. You be like, man, what the fuck? Back the in my day, I, this the shit. The that only was thing cool. I, I don't <laughs> get. That kids are into is watching other kids play with toys. Like even my Maya likes that, and I'll be like, "What the? Fu- Why are we watching somebody else play with the toys yeah. that I can get you?" But this see, is like, fu- and that's what I'm saying. The difference in the generations right. and stuff like that. 
And I think that's what it is with Vince. It ain't that he never had a great mind for the business. He's or just, that he doesn't have a great mind for the business. He hasn't evolved. He hasn't evolved with the business. Sometimes you have to evolve and it doesn't mean you understand. You just go, yes. this is where we're at. And I think that's what made Paul Heyman so dope with ECW. I don't think he agreed with everything or like understood what was on. But, but he was like, this it. is what works. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't think he was in the car bumping... You know what I'm saying? Natural born killers, but he knew, okay, this works when we play this shit through this whole match. This yeah, yeah. this shit is dope. Okay, so we're gonna do that. I don't yeah, give yeah. a fuck about Dr. Dre, but this works obviously. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But he gets it. He but that's what I'm saying. His posters or like the whole thing with music. He was like music and that's one of the biggest takeaways I took away from him when he would talk about ECW is that he, the music was a big part and when you think back to uh, mm. how many times did we go oh did you see that video they showed for like mm. I got into fucking Guns N' Roses November Rain because remember they do that montage yeah, with yeah. the song November Rain and you were like this song is fucking it's, fire music is what attached you to the wrestling yes Mercedes Martinez she got some good music and you were like you see her come Shinsuke's out. music even yeah. we were like when we first heard it we were like what is this shit? And Pete he had Dunn. a fire New Japan theme. Yeah, Pete Dunne, Adam Cole, like Karrion Cross. I mean, it's yeah. just it, it the just, right music will make you. Yeah, I mean, Jungle Boy. I want to be at a show just like oh, I just want to do that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. I want to do that. I want to do that. <laughs> and, and 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 who else? I mean, we can keep going. The person with the best theme out right now. Chris Jericho. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah, it's <laughs> like, and it's his music. That's what makes yeah. it even doper. That's my shit. Yep. Yeah, that uh, music makes it. That like I, I look forward to Chris Jericho coming out just because of his music. And I don't care if you guys are sick of that song. I'm never gonna get fucking oh, sick yeah, of that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. That shit is banging, bro. <laughs> From when I first heard it, when we first heard it, we were like, "Yo, the yep. fuck? the Usos." That music made them. When they switched that music, man, it made me feel like the penitent, like it was some hush. And they didn't even need to put in the words that they right. did later on. Right, just, just the music itself was just it was man, it was dope. Day one ish. Yeah. Um, other good news, mm-hmm. and I'll make this the last one. Shingo. But we still got some news to talk about. We still got to talk about the releases. Oh yeah, that, but I was yeah. trying to get to the. That's why I said oh, yeah, the good other news. good news. This is not good news when people get. Um, Shingo um, beat Kazushika Okada, which was surprising to me because I was pretty sure they were just gonna run with Okada, which I'd be fine with. But um, Shingo beat Okada to be the uh, IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, um, and I really appreciate them putting the title on somebody new. It was surprising. Um, I think Shingo deserves it. And he actually proved... So, those that don't know his background, he was in Dragon Gate, which is arguably like the number two promotion in Japan. But Dragon Gate is mostly like Lucha Wrestle. So, it's like a mix of Lucha Libre and Japanese pro wrestling. So, it's hard hitting, but it's fast. He was like the big fish in a small pond. And when his contract came up, he... Did some freelance work, kept working Dragon Gate, but because of his connection to Naito, they brought him in in New Japan. At first, they had him doing junior heavyweight stuff because that's you know what he where he came from. But obviously, it was like okay, this is pretty fucking good. Which mean you know because we had seen him in ROH back in the day, 
And I remember you being like, oh, I like this dude. Because he was a strong dude. Like, he was short, but he was yeah. strong as fuck. And you were like, yo, who is this dude? I remember you asked me. And so, fast forward now, and they gave him the chance, put the belt on, and I think it was a smart move. He put yeah. on classes with Osprey, Ibushi, now Okada. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. And Okada is in that, um, he's in that John Cena realm right now. Yeah. You, you know he's probably one of the best you got on there, and everybody wants to see him. But, get, but get you don't need to have the belt on them all the time. Right, exactly. And, and, that's, and that's what they're doing is. smart. They're not going to John Cena around going, okay, let's just be safe and put the belt on him. Because yeah. they could have and people would be fine with it. But I think they're going, okay, well, Osprey's hurt. Let's put the belt on Shingo. We got solid matches. But then also, she, that builds Shingo up to be a solid contender too when you do put the belt on Okada and give him a long run again. Because... Mm-hmm. Now that I think about it, it's been about two years. And if he doesn't win it this year, three years since he's had the belt. That's not... We don't see that a lot in Western wrestling where the main guy doesn't have the belt and is fighting to get the belt back. And that's what's dope because when he finally gets the belt... Like, think about it. If if they build this story where now he's like... Because the whole thing was built off of he he wanted to bring some respect to the belt. Because of the heritage was lost when they changed it. Now he couldn't even win the belt. So now we go into G1 season, your favorite season. Yeah, yeah. I'm behind Okada winning because now he's like, oh, hell no. I got to win this belt, bro. <laughs> like, this is my company. And this dude, this new dude came in, beat me. I know this belt don't mean shit, but I, this, it needs to be on my ways. Like, hold on. And that's the story where you're like, wow. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, but, yes, releases. Before we uh, end news and rumors. There were a lot of releases. I won't say a lot. But there were releases that were very surprising. Surprising releases. Um, The number one most surprising release was Braun Strowman, I think. Um, Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the other ones before we get to him. Okay. So, so Alana didn't surprise me. As it might have surprised most. Um... Who else got released? Lana didn't surprise me. Um, I, 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 I just I don't feel like anybody surprised me per se, except for Braun. And even okay, I'll say Braun and Alistair Black. And the reason why I'll say Alistair Black is only it like they was gonna do something. Yes, it just seems stupid because you yeah, put yeah. yourself in a booking predicament because. You ended this with a cliffhanger of all things. You ended that that Intercontinental Title match with a cliffhanger of a run-in, and then you released the dude. So then Big E's yeah. just kind of floating in a. Was he even on SmackDown this past Friday? Yeah, he was. He I wrestled just, in um in a tag team match. It just feels like see, but that's just so open-ended and just I don't like when they do that. So for me, that was the most shocking, just because it seemed as though they were trying to go somewhere and do something. Yeah. And that just came from, well, we don't know what we're going to do. So we'll mm-hmm. just let you go. And I just can't, I can't get with that. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Uh, the Braun thing, though. I just, look. And I know he was making millions. Maybe that was a part of the reason the why. Thing, yeah. And I doubt it. I just don't. But I, I'm still trying to figure it out. I don't think it was the money thing. Because you wouldn't have given him that contract if it was going to be about the money. Especially now that you're going back on the road, you telling me it's the money? And you about to go back on the road? 
when one of your major shows is about to come up too and people are so geeked and then you're holding this in one of the biggest stadiums so you about to make a shitload of money this is going to be Wrestlemania-esque type money that you're about to make because you're holding this event at Reliant Stadium SummerSlam I just don't see the money being the reason why you want to release them the only reason I do is because I, you know, how the business world is and how Vin- Vince yeah. has done this before. That's the other thing that somebody pointed out. Yeah, yeah. There have been times where we've seen surprising releases for the sake of budgets. So there's this vision he has, or I think a lot of it has to do with the shareholders yeah. and making it appealing. And I don't really like. Here, here's something that somebody brought up that I didn't think about. Yeah. You got a Braun Strowman that you're paying, you paid extra to, right? Because remember, he got a new contract around the time that um, the the Good Brothers got a new contract. And remember, we were shocked. Like, why did y'all sign them to that contract just to release them? You gave them more money, Mm -hmm. and then you just let them go. This is that same scenario. You gave him more money, and then you just let him go. I think the thought process is if we end up needing him again, we can get him. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I think for a lot of those people that were released, I think that's the idea is that we can get them again. And I don't want to say for cheap, for cheap, but for less. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I'm not going to give you a million anymore, but you're yeah. not going to get a million anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I'll give you more than, let's say Braun does go to AEW. If Vince comes calling and says, hey, I can give you 500000 he's not getting that at AEW. You feel me? No. But, but he's I also think, not getting back to that million. So I got my guy, I got the guy back that I had no plans for, and I don't have to pay him as much as I was paying him before. Yeah, yeah. I think it's all about that. And I don't think he's gonna go back to WWE. You don't think Braun would? I don't think Alistair Black will. I don't. I don't think Tom Tommy N will. I think Braun is gonna end up in AEW. Mm-hmm. The only reason why I say this, and I know everybody sit there and say, "Man, why everybody trying to sit there and say?" Because it's the only thing that makes the most logical sense. Unless he has aspirations. And I never heard Braun ever talk about or even think about having... And I can be wrong. Because it can be stuff he said in the background. I just never can foresee him saying, I want to go to New Japan. Which I would love to see him there. Because he is a big dude that can actually, can actually move. move. Yeah. And, and I just don't like, know if he can deal with the physical style on a consistent basis like they do. Because he'd have to do that shit every night. And that's where I'm like... Yeah, but it's every night, every so often, though. Because they don't well, wrestle every day like in WWE. True. Well, they do, but it's in strings and it's six-man yeah. matches. But I'm saying, I'm saying, I guess my concern is I, where they, where New Japan tends to debut people is like G1, right? They try to bring... Yeah. Like, that's when... So and he won't be able to do that because... That's of what I mean. Like, I just don't know. Can he hang on that level? I'm not... I mean, on a consistent basis. I know what he could do in the ring, but yeah. every night go that Gallows hard? can do it. But he was never. But that's the thing. Gallows was never in the G one. So I don't know. Can he? Can Gallows do it? That's a lot. Because I remember watching what's name, and it wasn't the greatest. Bad Look. luck, Fale. It's a lot Look. for the big dudes. It's a lot to go I'm that hard every single night. WWE. I mean, my bad. New Japan Pro, Pro Wrestling. 
knows what they're doing. If they're going to sign somebody like him... Oh, they have a plan. They got a plan. Right. I, just, I think it... I, yo, I think you overthinking it. I just I feel like he's not... Plan, yo. I think they're because of the adjust. type of guy he is, and like you said, his aspirations with wrestling, I just don't see AEW him fitting. Because, like, what are you... Who are you like, what are you going to do? In AEW? I don't see him fitting. That's just me personally. Man, look... Once again, that ain't my thing to think about because they're going to figure that out. I have faith in AEW to figure that out. I have faith in New Japan Pro Wrestling to figure I it mean, out. Figure I it have out, faith uh, in all these wrestling promo- promotions to actually figure out how they're going to utilize talent. Now, whether or not if they... don't need him either. Like, I don't know if I'd be excited to see him. I'd be like, okay, another... What do you mean they don't need him? I just... What? <laughs> wouldn't do that, yo. Of course they don't need them. They got so many hella damn wrestlers. That's what There's I mean. no so promotion there's that There's no they... need to Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, I'm just saying, so the man ain't supposed to look for work? No, I'm not, I'm not saying he shouldn't <laughs> look for work. If I'm Tony, I'm like, what am I, I don't have a plan for you, like, I don't, where do you what fit are you talking in this? about? Yeah, you don't have a plan for him, don't mean Tony won't. I, I just can't see it. That's just me personally. I, yeah. I don't own a promotion. If <laughs> right. I did, though, I'd be like, I... What am I gonna do with you, bro? Like I don't. Mm. Nah, but he's much more than that. You know, know that, though. But I, I me mean, personally, what am I gonna yeah, do yeah. with this? I think you putting them too much on a uh, WWE pedestal. Like, what am I gonna do? <laughs> what am I gonna do with you? What are you gonna do? Like, but isn't that the problem though? Is that I think you see you always accuse me of this WWE type booking and shit that's what you're doing right now I don't know Brian, but we just talked about how Brian is actually way more athletic and agile than what WWE no, used to no I'm for. not no what and I'm saying is what, what I are get, you saying that you can't be able to use this guy for then like you would be able to he belongs in the ti- he belongs in like a title picture or whatever not yet but but because I, we can say that about a Rusev but she's in yeah, it. Well, not well, he's the be- he has the belt. Yeah, but he has the TNT title. We're not talking about the okay. AEW heavyweight title, though. Time out. But they're I'm both saying, on the same level, sir. I don't know. No, they not. The way that I understand, you don't look at it like no, no, that. No, no, but the because way that's that, the because that, that's the reality. I don't care. That's like so. Yeah, this could be well, a like, Hold on. No, because not, the no, t- they're on the same level. Okay, that's like saying how are they not booked on the because, same level? Because not because they're not booked on the same level. They're not. No. Just because they're booked, and I'm not taking away. No, I'm from not the saying you are. I just want to understand how they're like, not booked on the same dude, level. That's like saying the WWE Championship and the Universal Championship is on the same level. They're not. But it's <laughs> yeah. inter- they, but they, that's by choice. To be. That's, but that's no, no, by no, no, choice, no, no. and they're no. interchangeable because right now they, the Universal Title means more than the. They do try title. to book it as it as if it's the same. But we know what their main title is. It's just like in AEW. If you tell me, if you book any of those wrestlers, and you said, hey, you want to be the TNT type uh, champion or the AEW what champion? What did Darby say? They go, and, what did Darby uh, say? He said, I don't give a fuck about the AEW world title. Whatever. This is the belt that matters. He's supposed to say that. Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. They book it that way. I'm not saying me and you. Yes, we look at it like the AEW world title is the number one belt in AEW. But the way they book it, they don't book the wrestlers to present it that way. That doesn't mean that they. So that's why I feel like they're on the same level. No, they're not. But they're not. 
But why? I, I, you have to give me a reason why you. Feel what are you that talking way? about? Because it's the AEW Heavyweight Championship. That's why, and that's the TNT title. We all know that's the secondary title, but that doesn't take away from it. Why are you looking so goddamn confused? Because it's like saying the Intercontinental Championship and the but Heavyweight Championship not, was on the same level. No, it's not. Or not. the US title when this was on the same level. Or the TV Championship and this is on the same level. In, in which promotional? Hold on, time out. Because the ECW, the ECW World Title and the ECW Television Title were on the same Dude, level, were they not? It's okay to sit there and talk about how well they book it to make it seem like that's what it is, but no, the ECW Heavyweight Championship and the T and the TV Championship was on two totally different Bullshit. levels. Bullshit! The fuck out of here! Oh my Yo, god! You're ripping right now. You tripping? There was a time period when the only active champion in ECW was RVD. Okay. The TV title was on the same level. It wasn't. They main evented with RVD and Jerry Lynn. No, that's that's cool. Because the TV title was on the same level. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> because that's what you do when you want to build this title up. They do they do what we ask in WWE to do for the tag title. So you're saying they're doing they it, but do it, it still doesn't they mean do, it. They do what they, because you gotta sell it as if it's something huge though. I will understand what you don't get about that. Because you're saying they're doing a good job. It's like it's like somebody going to do the driver's test and be like, "Man, you you no, passed no, that no, test with flying colors, no, but you ain't getting not, this license, bitch." Like, no, what the fuck? I did everything I was supposed no, to do, no, and you're not gonna give me no, my no, driver's no, no, license? Let's stop acting like every time. No, these titles are art. Oh, look, you have your main title, and that's that's just what that is. Okay. It's just like it's just like New Japan Pro Wrestling, right? They do a great job at presenting the IWGP Intercontinental Championship, right? Well, it's gone now. No, but they did though. They did, but it wasn't on the same level. Yes, it was. I mean, it no, wasn't, wasn't, right, it yeah, wasn't on the no, same level. Uh, yeah. Once Shinsuke didn't have, when Shinsuke had it, but see, this is what I mean. When Shinsuke see, had it, it made it in the Tokyo Dome. But you're proving my point. How am I proving your point? Because it's the, it's all is about the way they book the title. That's what I'm saying. I agree with That's you. Right. We're saying the same shit. No, we're not. That doesn't. Because you're saying it's the way they book the title, but it doesn't change that it's a secondary title. And I'm saying no. the way you book the title changes how the title is viewed. No. Who no, has it changes how the title is viewed? What it does is that it makes great entertaining TV television. Oh, Jesus Christ. Which is what w, this is what we're complaining about WWE when it comes to the U.S. title, when it comes to the Intercontinental uh, title, when it comes to the tag team titles, when it comes to these titles. It's just like in, in NXT. You want to be the NXT champion. But the way they present the North American title, they do present it as if this is... No, you want to hold this. Even though but, you want to... Go, but, even though this is the main title, you want to hold this title. True. It's just how WWE used to be able to book the Intercontinental title. They used to book that, that title. It's just like an ROH. Man, it means something to be the pure champion. Yeah. But then it's still like the ROH Heavyweight Championship. But it does mean something to be the ROH pure champion. It's what I have a problem with with uh with the fact that they don't do King of the Ring yeah. every year. Because King of the Ring meant something. That was the one where you showcased your best wrestlers and you pushed people and stuff like that. And they don't do that anymore. 
but you know, to each their own, bro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Rob Adam Ugly? Rob Adam Ugly. Uh, hold on. It was one more thing. John Cena may possibly be at SummerSlam to face Roman Reigns. It makes sense. You got to fill that building, so. It's either Brock or he, I don't know. You got to do something. And since he's Hill? Yeah. Yeah. Got to put them bodies in them, them seats. Yeah, yeah. Oh, did you have a match to watch for? We didn't even say that. Oh, yeah. My match to watch for is Shingo um, against Kazushi Okada for the vacant IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Um, what else? I don't even know how to even like go into details. Just watch it. It was really, really, really good. If you like hard-hitting... Um, fast pace then this is definitely for you um, Okada's okay I don't know what kind of Superman stuff he has but this dude he survived all these bruises like these yeah. injuries and then coronavirus and then went out there and looked like a fucking Superman like Okada is the best in the goddamn world I don't care what anybody says this dude is oh, a yeah, freak yeah. of freaking nature Yeah, yeah. he had coronavirus and still had all these injuries and went out there and did, hasn't lost a freaking step. Yeah, yeah. I just went out there and no, just went crazy. No, um, as far as wrestlers, best in the world, yeah. He just I looks know. the part, too. Like, when you look at him, yeah. he looks, like, no pun intended, he looks like money. You yeah. look at him and you yeah, go, yeah. this guy looks like And I'm glad that he's never going to sign with WWE. At least, yeah, I, I mean, at least that's what it appears to be. I don't think he They're going to keep giving him money. He, mm-hmm. In Japan, he's just, he's that guy. By the time they yeah. probably signed him, it wouldn't matter that much. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah. Okada's just... I can see him doing because a good AEW run, Because, though. look, man, I'm telling you, man. When I'm somebody of that statue, stature, um, if WWE wanted to sign me, I'd be like, yo, but you got to put the title on me. And I want the universal title. You have to put that on me at some point. I ain't saying you got to do it for me right away as soon as I walk in the building. But not only do you have to put that title on me, you got to give me a run with that, and it better be, it better not be no weak ass run, yo. Like I will, I won't say in how you book me, because you don't do the best job. You don't do the best job, and the best way to book somebody like him, man, like, ooh, can you imagine MVP managing him? Because obviously it's gonna be the language barrier. Right, somebody like MVP booking him though, and with his ties to New Japan and everything, because he was a former WWE, I mean, uh, in New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, Intercontinental Champion too. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, he was the first. Who? What? Wasn't he? Who? MVP. Yes. Yeah, he was the first. Oh, look at me pulling out my knowledge. Yeah, motherfucker. Shit, you ain't the only one. Uh, <laughs> this guy right here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, ooh. See, I can see something like that happening. But to me, I think it has to come with some sort of guarantees of this is what has to happen. Yeah, this is what I need. And I just can't see them doing those because the way we view him is different than I think WWE. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you want me bad enough, this is what you're going to have to do. Plus, you see Shinsuke and you're like, God, he must really be happy living in Florida Mm -hmm. because there's just no way. But it yeah. is what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, just to, before we start the raw, bad and ugly. I just saw that uh, for you that watch um, Jersey Shore out there. Um, uh, what's his name? What do they call him? Twenty four. 
I think is his name. Zach Clayton is what he goes by. He's uh ah, oh, what's her girl's name? Her fiance. But anyway, it's her new fiance. He's actually wrestling Sonny Kiss on Dark. If anybody's interested in that, you want to see Twenty Four wrestle. He's actually not bad. Okay. He's not. He's. Hey man, I give anybody a chance, man. Yeah, if you, he's uh, not bad. Because to me, I think it's all about respecting the craft. Yeah, as long as you respect yeah. the craft. Yeah. Hey, uh, Bad Bunny showed us if you respect the craft and you put the work in. We will respect you back. Yeah. Put and, that work in. And, and look. And first, seven a mil. I don't give him enough credit. Yeah, yeah. I, but his match was so good that I forget sometimes that he yeah, he's yeah. just an actor. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Because his match with Christopher yeah, Daniels yeah. was off the chain. <laughs> shit yeah, was yeah. dope. Because I think. And he took a, dumb, a crazy bump. Yeah. Because I was so like, man, I don't want to see this fucking bad buddy and Damien. Because I was sitting there mad for Damien Priest, too. Like, yeah, you deserve do. better. We see yeah, you in our yeah, wage, yeah. man. And then like bad buddy go, go off like that. you just like, oh, okay. I was, first, okay. I'm like, wait, okay. Side yeah. hand lock tote. Okay. Yeah, okay. Take the Out here selling? Yeah. This dude selling the leg? He was selling better than some other wrestlers. Yeah. I said, like, hold on. Held the, the tag rope. rope. Held the tag rope. Kept selling the same leg, didn't fuck up and forget. Because yeah, I see yeah, that a lot. I'm like, oh, it's my left leg. I I'm like, no, it was. Up. She, I, yeah, yeah. I see him take a leg. I'm like, oh, I think it was the other one, bro. Yeah, he's a veteran, you yeah. know what I mean? That's funny. But yeah, Bad Bunny, and then he did that dive. I was like, sold. Mm-hmm. This is motherfucker for real. But yeah. he was a re- he's been a wrestling fan his whole life, so he's been waiting for this. That's how I'd be. I'd be like, hey, I'm going to just let y'all know. I'm going to do some crazy shit. My friend is in the front row. He's going to be really mad about this shit right here. I didn't tell him I was going to jump off the rope on fire with Bob yeah, White wrapped yeah. around me. He's going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> him and my wife going to walk out. Yeah. Don't worry about that shit. I wanted to do this. Don't They're going to cuss you out while you let them do it. Don't worry. Yeah, It's on me. All right. I definitely would do some crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. All right, Rob so this Yeah, yeah, because we want to make this as quick as possible. Yes. So we can get to this NXT. You're raw, sir. My raw is putting the belt on Shingo. I think it was the right move. I think the safe move is put it on Okada. We know the results. But I think we see from a lot in the mainstream where there's not those rivalries or those people ready for rivalries. And I think this was a good way of taking... um, Lemons and making lemonade. Osprey got hurt. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're trying to get to Osprey versus Okada. You got to push that back. Why not yeah. take Shingo and make him the forefront and put some steam behind him? So later on, when you need that guy to fend the mold that you is a believable threat to the title, you got it. And at the same time, giving the dude the reward. You know, let him smell his flowers because he's yeah, yeah. been putting in work during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Think about how many dope ass Shingo matches there have been. Yeah. So. I give them props for going with not the safe route and going, hey, let's try something yeah. different. You know, I wish that would be on TV more often because it probably would rank up high. But since it's really not, you know, you got to kind of have to search for it and watch it. Um, the best shit on TV, and this is how I'm ranking it because this is where my raw at. Because my role is Roman Reigns. Yeah, this is what that is. Mine is going to be WWE heavy this week. Um, I've seen some shit that I like. I've seen some shit that I just don't like. So, my best shit is Roman Reigns. I just want to rank this real quick. Mm-hmm. 
His storyline going right now is the best shit on TV. And then it's Kenny Omega. What? And I almost want to put Kenny over that because he's doing it twice. <laughs> you know what I mean? He on two yeah, shows. Two shows being yeah, an yeah. asshole. He's an yeah, asshole yeah, two right. times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, and then it's Kenny Omega. And then it's what they're doing with Karrion Cross on NXT. And I'm just like, man, the way they're booking Roman Reigns is the way you book a long-term champion. Somebody who's going to be holding the belt for a while. And guess what? You're not even going to get tired of it. You're not going to sit there and say, man, I hope he lose this or anything and shit. The way they're booking him is just nothing short of greatness right now. I mean, when we look back at Roman Reigns' prime, we're going to go back to when he beat Barry Wyatt or The Fiend for that universal title and his run right after that. That's what we're going to talk about. We're not going to talk about when he first won the WWE title or any of that shit. We're going to go back to when he won the universal title off the fiend we mentioned his greatness his tribe the tribal chief the head of the table we're gonna sit there and say this was his best gimmick period it's just like when we look at cm punk in wwe it was pretty much we're gonna be talking about the summer of punk part two <laughs> because that's what that was yeah. when we go back we talk about cm punk's run that's the run we're talking about. When he took that title off of... Matter of fact... Yeah, yeah. So when he took the title off of uh, John Cena at Money in the Bank. That's when we're talking about CM Punk's run. Mm-hmm. His best run in WWE was at that point. Right now, this is Roman Reigns' best run. And probably going to be the best run he has ever had in WWE. Because what they're doing with him is just great. I mean, they really sell him the hill. They really sell him the family ties and all that stuff and the whole confusion. And and really, the way they're building up, with the way they built up Jay Jay becoming his right-hand man. And then now, the way they finna start building up Jimmy to either, like, not be in the family or... Eventually, to eventually being falling in line. The way they're building that up makes you want to watch every single week. Make you sit there and say, I, I want to see what they're going to do this week. Okay, I want to see what they do this week. How are they going to further this? And they're taking their time, but, but at the same time making it entertaining mm-hmm. to watch. And that's why he has the best story going on television right now and that's why that's my raw your bad sir my bad just quick um <sighs> releasing alistair black is my bad and the reason why it's my bad is it it just shows to me the glaring um i don't want to necessarily say mismanagement because it's almost micromanagement um in a sense of we don't have anything for you so we got to get rid of you and it's cost cut reasons but clearly you did have something for him because you put him in the main 
a main event you guys pumped. Four-way, fatal four-way for the Intercontinental title. You pumped it. You pumped it, mm -hmm. right? And we were hype. And I was ready for it. I don't usually get hype. And then you get me involved. And I'm like, man, I'm, I'm really feeling this match. And then Aleister Black comes out. And, and I'm like, what the fuck? Why are you doing And people were into it. And then you cut him. And he didn't ask for it. He didn't, you know, it was just like you just did something. And, and and so to me, it's like you had a plan, but you don't have a plan. So you, so basically you started this and you didn't know where you were going to go. Why do you do that? Why are you operating that way? So that's number one. And you could have put them back in NXT. Yeah, there could have been a lot of things they did. But for me, the biggest thing is saying that part of it is you don't have plans. And then, but this person was involved in your main event mm -hmm. is like glaring ridiculousness to me because yeah. that just means that you, the only plan you had was for that spot, and then from there you didn't really know where you were going. Houseway, yeah. how can you plan a promotion that way? I just mm -hmm. don't know how you write storylines like that. Yeah, if you don't know what you're gonna do next week, next week is how many days away? I know what the fuck I'm gonna do tomorrow at work, and mm -hmm. I just write letters for a goddamn living. Yeah, I just don't understand that, and that's the part that just. Drives me nuts. Like, how can you not have a plan beyond what you did in your fucking main event? So you didn't know why you did it? Or where you were going to go? Why yeah. isn't this written out for months? I don't get it. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, am I tripping? No, you're not. <laughs> Yo, doesn't look, make sense. Look. Uh, I just thought that they wasn't going to release anybody else no more. It was just we'll wait until last next year, mm -hmm. um, and then we get we get to more releases when we get there. But then they said, "No, this is what we're gonna do." Now, what's gonna be interesting to me too, because they released Lana, and it seems like you know they released Lana to bring another trash wrestler. Oh, and then Eva Marie. Now, she was trash before. The gimmick was starting to catch on though. Yeah. And then they, but there's another one. Then she had the positive test, yeah. and she never, she never returned. Whatever the case may be, she ended up stepping away from, uh, from wrestling. Did she improve? She is, improved. is she going to be better? Um, why didn't she make her debut in NXT? And maybe it's because you understand that she ain't going to be able to hold. She's not going to be able to keep up with those women because you got Mercedes, you got. Raquel, you got Ember Moon, you got Shotzi, you got Dakota Kai, you got Candice LeRae. <laughs> I mean, that women's division is it's so stacked, fucking right. stacked in they NXT. Man. Any kind of stragglers. Listen, maybe you didn't want to put her at a disadvantage because if she didn't make it there, then how could you put her on your main Right, roster? so you like started here. And I think one thing I do know is that they're trying, they're going to pair her and, with and like I Mercedes. And, and I didn't even say Io Shirai. Zaya Lee. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yo, they still, yo, they they got a stacked roster, yo. And she's not going to be able to keep up with them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So, my bad is just simply, I just did not like the direction that they're taking Cedric Alexander. Because you haven't done shit with Jeff Hardy in I don't know how long. And then now all of a sudden Jeff Hardy's beating Cedric Alexander clean. And not a good match either. No. Very clunky and like 
Is Jeff hurt? I don't know. Don't give a shit. I'm just mad that Jeff won. And look, I understand this fantasy win and loss don't really fucking matter in WWE. But these things do matter. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, yo, you haven't done anything with this dude. You probably should have released him. I don't even understand how he's still a WWE superstar. When you haven't done anything with him. And I'm pretty sure he's like, yo, I'd rather be doing something. The last time he was in an intriguing storyline was that Elias thing. Yeah. Was that Elias or is that or was it Sheamus? I forget which one was last. Because remember we had the Sheamus storyline. That involves I think it transitioned over to Elias. You're right. But you haven't done anything and then this dude has been Cedric Alexander has been nothing short of amazing in that ring and even on the mic like he had he, I ain't saying that he carried Sher, uh, Sheldon Benjamin but he was part of that entertaining part of yeah. the Hurt Business right and with uh, uh, Sheldon Benjamin I would love to have seen them continue on with that I would, but then again they broke up the Hurt Business and then what do you do you give Bobby Lashley, these females and shit like that, that we swear, well, which one of them, yo, I ain't gonna lie, there's one of them females, she's super thick. Uh, yo, I don't yeah, understand hey. the principle of the females. Hey, no, like, no, no me neither. But at the same time, although I recognize the beauty, I can give two fucks about it. Right, what's the purpose? Yeah, because it holds no purpose. It doesn't it serve like, no me purpose. Go, yeah, Bobby's more dangerous now. Yeah. It just makes me go, okay, so they spent some money on some cheap, like, what is yeah. He's married, guys. I don't think this is okay. <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense as to why he has these women with them. This entourage of women. And this is one of those things that somebody should have gone to Vince and said, They don't do that anymore. What are we doing? Like, I even said if it was, like, one bad chick. Like, I'd be like, okay, sometimes you see that with, like, I don't want to, like, natu- like throw him into, like, the whole rapper, you know athlete what? category. And that could have just... been dope because you could have actually brought somebody up. Like, old girl, that's with uh, Hit Row. Which, man, that's my favorite fucking faction like right Hit now. Row. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I love the fact that they teased that, him coming out. He's staring down uh, Elgato uh, Phantasma and stuff. Del Phantasma. Staring him down, and he gets in the ring, and he looks, uh, he looks, uh, Bronson Reed and MSK down too, and then he has his match. I was like, oh man, good stuff, yeah, good stuff. I love the tease. See, this is what I wanted them to do with uh, Seth Rollins, and they finally kind of did it. Well, it was later on, but that's what I wanted them to do with Seth with with, uh, with Roman. With Roman, I'm like, ooh, because. We're going to see that happen at some point. We're going to have to see a Seth and Roman match. Who knows who's going to be babyface at that time. Or if they could just be both heels. Because one can end up winning. Well, what's they could end up winning the Royal Rumble or Money in the Bank. Whatever the case may be. To challenge Roman. So, we'll see what happens with that. Um, But yeah, that was my bad match. I just didn't like that Cedric Alexander lost. I ain't like... That we don't have a real direction with this dude. And this is the reason why you can never sit there and legitimately 
build up a roster that people want to see week after week because instead you do something dumb like that and then we got to see Sheamus, Ricochet, and Humberto doing something that leads to nowhere. And that's why I feel like this happening with the U.S. title too. But wasn't in my bad or ugly, but I'm just saying. Stop leading me to nowhere and get me somewhere. Like, I feel like we're getting with Roman Reigns. What was your ugly, sir? I'm going to let you go ahead and do that. Oh, yeah. My ugly, um, I can't, you know, I didn't really have, like, per se, a ugly, um, but I'm hesitating to put this in a category, but I'm just going to go ahead and do it. I, I'm not against the Cody, the, the Nightmare Family versus the um, Factory Feud, but I think I'm a little sour to it because they did this announcement thing, right? And I don't even care about um, Iron Anderson's son, res- son wrestling because uh, I heard he's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But I was hyped for an announcement about a trios championship or something. And it, to be the announcement that is going to be Brock um, Brock Anderson, Arn Anderson's son that's tagging with him to go against Anthony, it fell flat for me. And then going to, I think they're going too soon into building towards the QT Marshall Cody Strat match. I'm cool with a Strat match, yeah. but it like just got thrown out there right now. And I get they hate each other, but there needs to be more between them before we just jump to this strap yeah. match that's gonna be in yeah. July, for real. Like, like I, I know they hate each other. I know it, but like, get me to like, why? Why is it a strap match? Yo, look, everything man. happened so fast. I was like, maybe oh. it was because in one match he took off his belt and he whipped him with it. But he just, did. But my but like, thing was that didn't like, tell enough. Do it right. Do yeah. it again. Yeah. Do it a couple more times. Now I want a strap match. But it was yeah. kind of like hit me with your belt. It. Yeah. I feel like it was a fast explanation to and and like instead of telling us the match beforehand, it's planned. I get it, but you could. This is the type of match where the week before you could tell us, and I'd be like, I get why it's a strap match now. He yep. keep fucking him up with this belt. This is some bullshit. Built that on, right? But I just feel like you hit me with the belt. Strap match. Like, wait, what the fuck? What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I don't we know. We hear good match. Like, damn. <laughs> Where's the belt? That's all it took. Yo, hey man, look, I like my wrestling like 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 my sex, yo. Where the foreplay? Shit. He said we didn't even get no foreplay. Yeah. They just said where that's at. He walked right in the room, and him, bop. Man, for real. Tear that ass up, like, right on me, huh? Wait a minute, I didn't even know you were into this. Time out. What's the yeah. safe word? Yeah, that's exactly huh. how I felt. Pineapples. Shit. shit man. Okay, good. I'm not the only one who felt like it just kind of jumped to that shit, and it was just <laughs> like, wow. And again, it's not that I don't. I have something because they got good chemistry. I don't doubt it'll be a good match, but just hold on, Cody. Fuck, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Your ass trying to get everything in for this baby come. You like fuck strap match t- tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. Hit me with the belt now. Strap match. Let's do it. Hey, like, look, like I said, I watched. I watched some wrestling this week. Yeah, uh, but mine is WWE heavy, man. And uh, so my ugly. Matter of fact, is is raw. Mm-hmm heavy ugly uh raw heavy actually um eric and ivar becoming the number one contenders for the tag titles this is what we talk about when there's no continuity and uh and, and vince doesn't care 
about the tag titles. Because just like we just talked about QT Marshall and Cody getting into this strap match, where the fuck did this build for the Viking Raiders happen? <laughs> Bro, another hold on, man. That's almost like a hot tag because this is just like the strap match. What the That's fuck? What I'm, I'm not against it, but what the fuck? Yeah. What are y'all doing? No, I'm against it because it came out of fucking nowhere. Really, you've done more to build Randy Orton and, and Matt Riddle. They, they should have been the ones that. You know, I almost that thought somebody fucked them. up. I was like, did somebody fly out the ring when they, Wait, and here's another thing that made no sense. If Grand Metallic is injured, why the fuck is Liz Dorado in the match? What are you going to do? Because they had to justify how what's name was going to be in the match by himself because Miz is legit hurt. I understand that, but no. <laughs> this goes back to your earlier argument. Your yeah, tag yeah. team division is in shambles because you just do fuck shit. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry to cut you off. Man, I need to look, put that out. I just didn't understand where this build for... The Viking Raiders was coming from. Why they end up being able to win this match and become number one contenders. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Like I said, it's just like there's a lack of continuity when it comes to the tag team division in WWE main roster. And it's just it's it's so sad. Because if they won, what does it mean? If they lose, what does it mean? It means absolutely fucking nothing. This guy's on fire right now, man. (laughs) If they win, what does it mean? If they lose, what does it mean? Guess what? It all equals absolutely nothing. God damn. Ain't that the damn truth? That's sad, but it's the truth. And and I was just pissed. Because I'm sitting here. I'm trying to watch all this wrestling just to catch up so we can do this podcast and everything. And I'm just like, man, look. This is some bullshit. Yeah, I'm just like, I can't even believe I sat here and watched this whole fucking Battle Royal. Because it's just like, uh, this is what you led me to. I'm ready for Randy Orton and Matt Riddle. And it come down to them and New Day and, and Randy Orton and Matt Riddle end up winning. Yeah. Because they're not doing anything with AJ Styles and almost anyway. I just, and here's, a, here's what I feel Yo. about almost any too. You, they signed you just because you're a big dude. Yeah, they're not even going to keep you later on. You think they let go of Braun? They're going to let your ass go too. Much as like how they let go of Giant Gonzalez or any other. <laughs> because you Just haven't little... showed us anything that said we need to keep him. True. He can wrestle. I agree. Unless they're keeping something from us and we don't know. Because no, they, you're, you're like, nope, I don't, it's not I, no hidden talent. Nope. I will say this about AJ. Um... Yo, that promo in the beginning was way too fucking long. What the fuck was that? I kept going, wait, why is he still talking? Man. What is he doing? Why? You cannot open Raw that way, bro. It can't open that way. And he's somebody who can't be on the mic too long. No. It's not that he has bad promos. It's just once he gets he doesn't going, it's not it. good. He's, he's got to be straight to the point, bullet points. Let's get it. Let's go. He's somebody that I rarely see in ring and not on mic. Yeah, you don't. Short and sweet. Keep yep. it short. Get it out the way. We don't need the CM Punk monologues from you. It's not what you do. That's no, not you. No, no, it's not. No. Because you do good promos, but no. they're short. Look. I'm going to fight you. I'm going to beat you. I'm phenomenal. Get fuck you, out. Bye, AJ. That's all you got to tell us, AJ. He does decent promos. He, You know what? He When he's good is when he's back and forth with somebody. Like, you say to me, that is when he's good. Because I like those. 
I hate when he's trying to crack his jokes. That's but that's WWE doing that. When he when he's just AJ in TNA, like when he was in TNA, his promos were because they disguise. Like okay, it's not gonna be long. This dude's gonna be the one talking to you. Mm -hmm. You know what it's like with Jungle Boy and Kenny Omega. Remember when Kenny Omega kept saying to him like, "What? You're not a talker." You don't talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you doing? Again, the whole anime fucking villain. You're not a talker. Uh, Nobody's seen you on the mic. Of, of Adam Cole and Kieran Cross, yo, that yo, fucking shit was. What was going on? That was good. That's a promo. That's what we yeah, should have yeah, got yeah, at the yeah, beginning. Because yeah, I was yo. like, hey, and then when Kieran Cross was like, don't let him leave. I'm gonna smack his bitch ass. I was like, so yeah. is he mad? And then, he, yo, and then he gave him the fuck you in the ring. To oh, we'll get to that when we talk about the. NXT in your house. So was it heat? Like, are they, <laughs> I they just know. doing a really good job? Yeah, I think they just doing a really Man, good job. Man, that was man. really good because I sure was sitting up there. I mean, it could be some I real like, heat. Hey, I don't man, know. What the fuck is going on? I don't know. Because it looked like Karrion Cross took offense when he told him, like, you're overrated. I was like, oh, shit, you pressed the button. I saw the Puerto Rican vein pop out in Karrion Cross' head. He was like, fuck did you say? I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> this is getting... A little touchy. Yeah, because he... But but you know what, though? But he still ain't no Adam Cole. No, this is true. Right? <laughs> He's no Adam Cole, baby. This is true. <laughs> and I like hearing Cross. But yeah. But that's a good segue into the... Uh... In Your House, NXT. I got the... I got it up, up right here. You know? I just think really, shame on Peacock for not letting me rewind and making me have to watch it over again to see the first match. You know what? Originally, Peacock was about to be my ugly. Damn. Because one, the video quality isn't as good as yo. Okay, that was happening <laughs> to me too. I was like, what's going on? Not as good as the network, WWE Network. I'm so sad that they got rid of it because this shit is so trash. Peacock is trash. Peacock needs to go away. If you told me that I have to go back, and if they say you pay fifteen rather than have this fucking Peacock, I probably do it too. I, I pay it. Yeah, because Peacock is so I trash. Just can't man, it's it's just not user friendly, bro. The interface is just no, fucked. and then you don't get everything that you was getting right. I don't give a fuck about the office, bro. Like I like the show, I did, but that's not a plus for me when I want wrestling. If I wanted Peacock, I would have fucking got it. Okay? I'm on my goddamn WWE Network. Like, the reason why I like BR Live is because, like, I type in AEW, I get straight to my shit. Mm-hmm. My shit's there. Just fucking yeah. leave me alone. Click it. Play. I feel like you got to do a Which, whole bunch of shit. by the way, Double or Nothing was good. We didn't do a podcast on that. That's all right. Yeah. That was a good show. Good ass show. And the, the crowd. Oh, my God. The way they opened it up. And I didn't think I was going to get that type of match, but I got that type of match. Yeah. With, uh, 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 I don't know why I came, Cage. Oh, uh, man. And, um. Brian Cage and, and Yeah, Brian Cage and Hangman. They, yeah. They went they did in. They, yo. It started off slow. Yeah. But, boy, did it pick up. Once they got into that second yeah, gear, yeah, I was man. like, okay. A couple yeah. times I was like, don't hit each other so hard. I know the crowd's there, yeah. but, like, y'all got. A show on Wednesday still, so don't fuck each yeah, other yeah. up too bad. Yeah, because at first I was like, man, this match is slow as shit, man. Like, it's decent right now, but it ain't. And then that shit started moving, and then that shit started moving. I was like, okay. And the, st- the stadium stampede had me rolling. Yeah, yeah. Yo, when they had, uh, what's his name on there, Urban Meyer, that shit had me dying. When he was like, what? 
the fuck? Because <laughs> <laughs> he really looked him in uh, was strong. What's his yeah, name? Yeah, yeah. They you both look confused. It yeah, made so much sense, too, because, I mean, obviously he's going to be the coach of his team. He was working late at night, yeah, man. Yeah. Trying to get it in. Yeah. And the way that they did it was so dope because he's typing and then all of a sudden Chris Jericho comes in and he's like, the hell are you doing in here? He's like, sorry, coach. Takes the laptop. And I'm like, yeah. and then they're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Yo, AEW is going to be able to move themselves up into the right direction because of the ties that they have. To, yeah, to a lot to, of stuff. To, yeah. yeah, State Farm. Of, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Which, hey, my dad being a retiree from State Farm, we get the hookup, bro, mm. with some AC, AEW stuff. Yeah. See, look at that. Because he did, he was like, I got some stuff in the mail about AEW that was in my... I was like, send it on. Yeah, I'll take that. Send it to me. Yeah. And it's like promotional stuff. Yeah. Like, oh. Just as long as he ain't doing none of that Nike shit. Well, girl, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Someone's sitting there using the company car. Right, right, right. <laughs> Putting stuff on restock. Yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, wait. You were going to go over the card, right? Yeah, yeah. Match I can okay. do that. Uh, so the first match we had was the NXT... American Championship. North American. North American Championship. You're right. And the NXT Tag Team Titles on the line. Winner takes all. All six-man tag. Um, we had Bronson Reed and the NXT Champions MSK. Uh, tag Team Champions, I should say. Versus Legato Del Fantasma. Man, look. I expect this match to be good. And this match delivered. I delivered everything I needed. I love the match. Um, and I think as you go through this show, it's going to be once again, NXT is showing you the Data A show. It's just what they do. Month after week after week, month after yeah, month. Yeah, I was going to say week after week. They consistently, to me, except for a few times with NXT UK, yeah. which you could argue is all the same. Yeah, yeah. But except for a t- few times with NXT UK, they put out the best TV show yeah. for WWE. Like, yeah. the best TV. Like, all around. All, it's like, the best TV show. I'm like, how can you, like... And if they invested more in it, they'd get more viewers. It could be on Monday and get as many viewers as Raw's getting, I think. Yeah. And if not more, if they advertise it. Right, I was going to say, if they advertise it enough, get yeah. more. Um yeah. How did you feel about that match, man? I thought that match was really, really good. Um, I'm as everybody knows, I'm high on Bronson Reed. I've been a jo- he was Jonah Rock before this. Um, MSK obviously is dope, and um, Santos Escobar is one dude that doesn't get uh, as much love as yeah. he should. That dude is yo. I like Bronson Reed, but I was already ready for Santos Escobar to be the North American <laughs> champion. Yo. He's just like, so good. He's so the one thing we didn't know is how good he is on the mic too. Yeah, um, and that's just a catalyst of how it is. You know, the language barrier as far as when he was primarily wrestling in Mexico. Obviously, he was speaking in Spanish, so we didn't know his English was so good. Yeah, yeah. and we didn't know he had this personality, and he was under a mask and. Pause. We didn't know he's like a, a very sellable and attractive man. Like you could yeah, put yeah. like that dude works. Yeah. I believe he you looks believe like a him. fucking Escobar. Yeah. He yeah. looks like you a dude who will cut my goddamn thumbs off. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the b- biggest thing for me. Presentation all around, and I thought the match was well worked. Everybody yeah. got their shit in, as they say. Yeah. Um, 
and the right people won. Mm-hmm. It was a predictable win because I didn't foresee the belts changing in a six man. But I like that they went out on a limb and did something different. Like, yeah. winner take all. Nobody thought that would happen. Yeah. Not in WWE, they at, least put at least. It, they at least put it out there. Yeah. Like, the let's try it. Well, that's yeah. kind of cool. So that was dope. But the match, obviously, was out of this world to me. Just yeah, like, yeah. that's exactly how you open up a show. Yep. So. And then this is how you follow up that opening. Yeah. You gave me Zia Lee and Mercedes Martinez. And plus to the history lesson, yo. Yeah. That shit was dope. Four years, years ago, ago. Yep. Mercedes Martinez beat her by submission, and she felt embarrassed. Yep. That's some New Japan shit right there, yep. and that's why I liked it. Yep, man, in an inaugural May Young Classic. Yeah, that's what they did. That, that's what that was. Cause, and I wish they would bring that back. Oh, the May Young Classic needs to come back. Soon, I hope. And, and hopefully, you know, with us getting... The pandemic's know, over. Yeah, yeah. Um, man. But to sit there and play that up. And I was still shocked that Zia Lee won this match. I didn't think that was going to happen. But she did. And I it wasn't was... because they kept building to the fact that yeah. she wants revenge. And mm. and they got to go somewhere with this angle to see where. That's the one thing I like about um, Trips is that if he's going to put it, invest in it, there's a plan. And we're going to at least try that plan. Yeah, yeah. If it doesn't work. I'll take the L, whatever. So they're, they're at least taking Zayli yeah, yeah. and saying, "Let's see what we got. Let's try yeah, it." Yeah. And I like the new look. Yeah, that, 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 that was I dope. Mean, the yeah. new look was needed. Yeah, um, it, although it's, she's had it for for a little while right now, but but like it I'm fits. talking about the baby face look versus her yeah. heel look is just her it heel just, look is looks better. I can do without the braids or whatever. Uh, it's a warrior thing. It is. I know, it's just that... I think it's the colors. I think that's what's distracted. That's me. what distracted it. <laughs> yeah, If it wasn't colorful it was. and she just stuck to like red or whatever matched her yeah. worst name, you'd be like, okay. Her outfit, yeah, that would be... I'd be like, but okay. we just had pride, so I don't know what... That was the only reason why I was like, hmm, I wonder if she was part of some kind of promotional thing and they just didn't have time. But it was Who just knows? red, white, and blue, though. Was it red, white, and blue? Yeah. It looked rainbowish at first, but I'm colorblind but as well, see, so... Look, it just, it just... It was just a bit much. It was a lot. Um, but the match was dope. I thought the ending it was didn't dope. Didn't distract from the match. The <clears throat> match was pretty good. Mercedes Martinez is one of those again. Going to Shimmer, I've been fortunate to see her a whole bunch of times live. Yeah, she's always been dope, and she make like the thing about her and the big deal about her being signed to NXT is that she she knows how to make other people good, and she's a great teacher, like that yeah. great anchor to yeah. like she made ZLE look dangerous. Yeah. So I, I think coming. that's what I was just like. Mercedes got to pull this off because she just had an NXT Women's Championship match, when which she took what's her name to the limit. It actually could have like you know they did it to where she pretty much could have beat her, Raquel right. Gonzalez, and then you know for her to lose to Zia Lee, I was but a little is that shocked. The story, but hey. kind of like what we were talking with Okada. Yeah. Did she take her too lightly? Is she on a slump? Yeah, yeah. This is why wins and losses matter. matter. And yeah. I feel like trips makes them matter in a sense when they need to. It's just not on a consistent basis. The only yeah, yeah. not. But like this type of thing, I could see going into Tuesday them being like, you know, what's going on with Mercedes? And she's like, I don't know. That type of thing. Yeah. Let's <clears throat> see. And then after they followed up with that match, which is really fucking good, they followed that up with the ladder match. L.A. Knight versus Cameron Grimes 
for the million dollar championship. And oh boy, look. I'm going to tell you right now, the only. It was a lot of great things that happened in this match. But him pushing Cameron Grimes off that ladder. That bump was crazy. Woo! I'm talking about. I was like, oh shit. It was another bump, though, that was crazier than that. That happened later on in the night. And I'm going to get to that. But that bump was fucking nuts. I was like, whoo. Yeah, how you do that shit? And But you know what I like? Because, although I never express it on the podcast, because we don't normally talk about LA Night, I, was, I still had my reservations. I'm like, oh, you know, he's good. But is he sellable? And, like, he sold me. Yeah. In this match. Like, I said, okay, I can get behind LA Night now. Yeah. I can definitely get behind him now. Although I was a little disappointed still that Cameron Grimes didn't win because I felt like we needed that babyface win. I thought I wanted him to win. But I get going L.A. Knight. Give yeah, him yeah. a little... Because he's that pseudo-tweener heel kind of yeah, guy. Yeah. I but, get it. But and I maybe wanna... Cameron didn't need it because he's over as fuck. Yeah, yeah. That was a one time... I will, I'm will. i going to say the crowd. Y'all got wrestling, bro. Y'all should have mm-hmm. turned the fuck out. What was going on? You know on? what I would like for Cameron? Were they afraid? Grimes? Now that he can't, now he they should have him switch it up. Since he can't sit here and do this, I'm I'm making all this money. I'm the million dollar man type shit. They should have him switch it up and just start doing the whole styling and profiling, like just start still a Ric Flair shit. And be like, yo, fuck that. If you he can, can pull it that. off, yeah. Or if he could just. He just go back to the Carolina Caveman, or like if he, man, you but he's man. got a lot of personality, like, like so a, he could do like a, a hillbilly Ric Flair. I'm down with it. I could go with it. Shit, but, but I this thought was, this this match was good. Yeah, I thought this match was cr- really, really good, and like show people who weren't familiar with Cam- Cam- Camo Ren Grimes before this, when he was Trevor Lee on like the Indies. Yeah, I think now they have a good understanding because. I think a lot of what tonight was too was solidifying your character for people who weren't really sure because watching on TV is different than when you're when you when you don't have a live crowd because mm-hmm. it's more of them telling you like this is the good guy this is the bad guy than yeah. them figuring it out because I think that's kind of what they did with this I think yeah. that's the reason why LA Knight had to win the because, way he did too yeah and the way he did because they're still trying to show you who he is yeah. where we already know who Cameron Grimes is yeah. Exactly. Like, we know who he is. Because he now did so we, good with those vignettes yeah. and all that stuff, yeah. so we got that. So now is now we need to know who L.A. Knight is. So, I mean, but, yeah, this was a really good match, man. I'm telling you, Ben, just, you know, that's kind of your middle match right there. And everything. That's what's crazy. And then, after that match, we got the... Raquel Gonzalez and Ember Moon NXT Women's Championship match. You know what's crazy? What's crazy? This match was good, but this was probably the worst match on the show. I I was just <laughs> thinking that. Like this match was really good, but there were like in the beginning it was a little clunky. I yeah, was yeah. like, Alright, slow down, Raquel. You got cause I felt like she yeah. was doing a lot and I felt like Ember was like, Hey man, yeah. It's just I think from down. that standpoint, I think also story standpoint, I think we ain't seeing the dominance that we thought that we would have saw from Raquel Gonzalez. Um, the way they kind of sold it, and then uh, in the beginning, 
like when she, obviously when she first won it from Io Shirai and stuff yeah. like that. And now we're not really seeing that because Ember Moon pretty much whooped her ass throughout this whole match. And, you know, obviously, just to, going off the story that they was telling and stuff, um, and Dakota Kai actually saved it twice in this match from being defeated. And it's like, why are we booking her like this? Because I think much like how Raquel Gonzalez ended up beating Mercedes Martinez, it was like, you made that mistake, you got distracted or whatever the case may be, and then you beat me. And then I was able to beat you at me. And that was the same thing with Emperor Moon. You got distracted so much and everything, and we caused you uh, not to be able to get this win. And then she was able to hit her with her power bomb or whatever and, and defeat her. Mm-hmm. But she really didn't... She got some offense in, but it wasn't really a lot. Yeah, it wasn't anything significant. Yeah. It wasn't nothing that showed me that she can be a dominant champion. I don't know if they're going somewhere with it. And maybe they are. Maybe it's just about her getting building up wins. And then she realized... Or she gets to the point where she feels like she doesn't need Dakota Kai anymore. And she turns on her. I think it's going to be the other way around, though. Or yeah, or one of the two, yeah. Or it could be Dakota Kai saying, look, I've helped you win so much. You've almost lost here. You've almost lost here. And then then the payoff is better because then, like, damn, that's what they were building towards. Then you get to appreciate how come she didn't really just dominate in these wins. Mm -hmm. It was like, because you actually needed me. That was the reason why you were winning. Cause you almost got defeated here. You almost got defeated here and stuff like that. Ooh, that'd be dope. I like that. I'm good with that. What you think about the match, bro? Um, I, I, like I said, it started off clunky, mm. and I feel like they had better chemistry than that in previous like tag matches that they've been in. Yeah. So I don't know if it was like Raquel was like on on ten, ready mm. to go or whatever. But once they kind of got into a good mode. I thought it was decent, um, but I think, like you said, maybe they're going somewhere with what they're doing with Raquel. Yeah. Um, and we just like later on we'll go. Oh, okay, I get why that match went the way it did. Yeah. I think we all expected more highlights or more like crazy spots, and it was just more of a display of Raquel being like strong as fuck or something. Yeah, yeah. Which is fine, mm-hmm. but I think I think this was more of a. NXT TV match than it seemed a takeover match and that's might have been what it was for me but it was still a really good match it was it was and then we ended the show with the Fatal 5 way match you had Adam Cole uh, Gargano O'Reilly Dunn Cross for the NXT championship I love the way this match was kind of booked they uh it just seemed like just often, obviously, Karrion Cross is a beast. So they had to beat up on him, get him out the ring. Then they just beat up on each other. But at the same time, all they were doing was beating up on each other. So it really elevated and helped Karrion Cross. Right. Because... They would take the time out to beat him up. Yeah. He'd recover, try to get back in. Yeah. And finally, it worked. Yeah. And finally, it, it just... You was only able to do it. You beat. I think that's what made the match so fucking good. They beat each other up so much that eventually 
once you got done attacking this dude, after so many times, it just caught up to you guys. Yep. He was able to recover and finally put, obviously, Kyle O'Reilly in a choke and, uh, and make him, you know, faint. I thought they was going to do something where Kyle O'Reilly is fading and they start calling for him to fade out. But at the same time, Adam Cole taps out and then they set us up for a Karrion Cross and Kyle O'Reilly match later on. That would have been kind of dope. But they didn't go that route and everything. Um, the bump that I'm talking about too as well that was even better than that Cameron Grimes going down on the ladder was that Karrion Cross. Pretty much, I, I think it was sort of, it wasn't a power bomb. But when he threw him on that fucking... Oh, apron, yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about he hit that shit. And when he cut uh, Gargano. It sounded bad. Man, ooh. Man. I was happy they showed the replay because you can't fucking rewind. Right. Because I would have rewounded and shit. Fucking Peacock. <laughs> Trash, yo. But I was just like, fuck. I thought he broke his back. That's how hard he threw him. His on the edge of the ring, on. yo. I'm like, man, he's got to be hurt. Like, there's no way. I, like, that was an accident. He didn't mean to throw him or slam him that hard on the fucking edge of the fucking uh, ring like right. that. I was just like, no, there's no way he did that shit on purpose. And she, I was just like, fuck. He, like, he got to have, like, a, a disc that's dislocated, went somewhere else. <laughs> I mean, His back is broken. Yeah. I mean, uh, Mike Tyson, I broke my back. It was spinal. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I felt about it, yo. I was like, damn. But this match was fucking good. It was just good. It was balls to the walls pretty much from start to finish, yo. Uh, You couldn't ask for anything more uh, if you're looking for a, a championship match in this type of, uh, in, in this type of atmosphere and, and, and you be disappointed. Nah, you, you, you wasn't. You know, they, they, they delivered. They, they always deliver though. But they definitely deliver. I can go back and watch this show again. Yeah, it's a, it's be, a replay. Match. Yeah, it's a re- replay uh, pay per view. I just like the the pacing of the match. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like. Yep. I felt like everybody's move that they or everything that people were doing had a purpose. It wasn't yeah. just like I'm gonna kick you. Mm-hmm. You're gonna kick me. We're all just gonna do a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. There wasn't a whole bunch of crazy like I'm gonna set up 37 tables because I thought it would turn into that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I like how everybody had this goal of trying to get the pin, and it really was just a mad dash of who was gonna get the final fall. Yeah. And even the ending sequence I thought was so dope because it goes back to what you said. Kyle O'Reilly was so intent on like I'm gonna get him to submit that he wouldn't even let it go while he mm-hmm. was in a chokehold. Yeah. And then when Adam Cole finally escaped, he was too hurt to capitalize. Karrion yeah. Cross had the choke in already, which mm-hmm. is a choke, so that's a legit like mm-hmm. killer move. It's a wrap, and yeah. it all made sense, and it was all for a reason, yeah. and nobody really looked bad. Nope. And that's what made it so dope. Yeah, I mean they really sold the match. Yeah. And shout out to uh, Gargano with the uh, with the old uh, Shawn Michaels. I really like that. This gear going down to the ring and stuff like that. Yeah. That was uh, 
what pay per view was that? Which one? With the yeah Shawn Michaels gear or what? Yep. That he had on. Yeah. Was that was WrestleMania? That? No, because it was oh, the Reds. Yeah, 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 What's yeah. names? That might be Survivor Series against Sid Vicious. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's Survivor Series against Sid Is Vicious. Is his second t- WWE title run? No, that was his third, wasn't it? When he went against Sid okay. at Survivor Series? Okay, that might have been. Because yeah. wasn't there like a camera or something? Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. But no. Good. Good shit, yo. Good shit. It's such good shit. Overall, though, that was a dope-ass takeover. I'm giving it a... I like the shorter takeovers, too. Yeah. Two hours. Get it out the way. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to give it an A. It was really yeah, good. I'm going to give it an A, too. Less is more. You give me too much... And when the worst match on the show is like a four-star match... Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. I can be good with that. I can sleep well at night knowing that I watched a pretty good... From start to finish. From start to finish. I ain't have to, I, and you can't rewind, and you can't, can't fast right, forward. Right, you can't rewind yeah. or fast forward any goddamn way. Yeah, yeah. All you can do is walk away like, I don't want to see this shit. Yep, so, alright, that'll be it for this week's The Raw, The Bad, The Ugly. Uh, man, I almost called it something else. Uh, be sure to check out 1515 Avenue, the content. Be sure to rate, subscribe, review to the podcast. You can find us on uh, Apple Music, uh, YouTube Music, Stitcher, or any other podcast platform you choose to use. Just type in 1515 now and you'll find a podcast such as Equal Opposites, Love and Hip Hop, The Rundown, Wrestling Roundtable, Studio Flow, and Slurring the Truth. And if you want to sit there and support the site, just go ahead and click on the Amazon banner. It goes to support the site. Um, we would greatly appreciate that. Father's Day is coming up. Go ahead and buy this selfish bastard something. Remember wow! You I wasn't even gonna say that. I was gonna say buy your dad something. See? Oh look, I still haven't forgot though. So oh, I'm just buy your dad something know. that's not a tie or socks or some bullshit like that. Get yeah. him a real fucking gift. Stop jipping us, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. No, I used to always say that too. I feel like we got jipped in, in school because remember we always made our mothers a gift. Yep. Before school let out. Yep. We never made our fathers a gift. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I was like, damn, we get screwed, Joe. All the time. <laughs> but, um, but that's because I'm involved. So right, I, yeah. So, so I, me and so all motherfuckers so don't I'm deserve so, a goddamn so gift. So I'm selfish about that shit, yo. I feel like. Um, yeah, yeah. Me and Stir put in a lot of goddamn work. I want my goddamn day. Right. <laughs> um, other than that, though, uh, it's me, Stuart Pearl. It's Miller. And we're out. Jamming on the one. You are now listening to The Raw, The Bad, The Ugly.